my nose up filter. It'll happen to the best of us. We're recording live. Hello and welcome to Wittenberg Radio. <laughs> this week on the show, Nolan cuts himself on the pop filter. Right in the nose. Ow. Well. <laughs> Well, hello there, and welcome to Wittenberg Radio this week. I'm Daniel Friesen, joined by my co-host, Nolan Kaler. Welcome, Nolan. Hi. Thanks, Dad. Pleasure to be here. As always, you can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or the podcatcher of your choice. Follow us on Twitter at Wittenberg Radio, on Facebook as well, Wittenberg Radio. WittenbergRadio at gmail.com is the place you can send us your emails, comments, questions, concerns, etc. Um, Daniel, I have a question for you. Go well, go right ahead. I'm um, fully open. To I, that. I understand you're very you're very up on the meme culture these days. <laughs> One might say that if you're going where I think you're going, though, <laughs> you, you might be encountering a deadhead soon. <laughs> well, there is this. For those of you who live under a rock or somewhere similar, um, you may have noticed that uh, lately the big thing on the internet has been this little teenage boy in Vans, white Vans, shoes. Running around, going. <coughs> Daniel, are you gonna finish that sentence? What? No, he won't. He won't. I'll finish it for you, please. Damn, Daniel! Thank you. Have you not seen Damn Daniel? No, I haven't. <coughs> but I've heard people. I keep thinking people are talking about me or to me when they say that. Looking at you, Gene. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing some shade your <laughs> way. Throwing shade at students. I don't know if we ever do that. All, all, it's all due to a meme misunderstanding. A meme understanding. A meme understanding. Um, I don't know what they meme. Misunderstanding. What do you meme? Uh, Whatever do you meme? That extra voice you're hearing, by the way, is Matthew Barron, um, host of our music pick of the week segment on the show, and we'll be getting to his music pick in just a little bit. That's but right. first, an interview with Dr. Rachel Krauss on the environmental studies program coming to CMU. Dr. Krauss will be joining us here in just a moment. So, I'm really excited to hear about her environmental studies, uh, the new major that's coming in 2016. Yeah, it's really exciting. Hopefully it will uh, get a lot of other people excited about it. I'm sure it will. If you, if either of you guys were on campus next year, would you consider taking a course in environmental studies? Um, I think that environmental studies are extremely important, especially nowadays. Uh, the public <laughs> seems... like before. Yeah. No, they were never important before, but suddenly they are m the most important. No, they always, they always have been important. Muy importante. However... <clears throat> Personally, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't take environmental studies uh, academically. I would certainly like someone to inform Why do you me about hate it. The earth? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I hate you the earth. Here first. It comes out on Wittenberg Radio. You heard it here heard first. first. Exclusive, exclusive. Yeah. I hate the earth because <laughs> I won't take the course next year. Okay. Well, both yeah. of you are graduating, so it's a moot point anyway. It's true. It is very moot. Yeah, it's a it's a cow's opinion, as mm. they say on Friends. Doesn't matter. Cow. It's moo. Mm. Uh, anyway, it is important that we talk about the new environmental studies program here at CMU, and Rachel Krauss has now joined us here to talk about it. The hot topic on campus right now is the new environmental studies major that is to be offered for the 2016-2017 academic year. It is an interdisciplinary four-year BA program and will provide a scientific, uh, more analytical perspective on environmental issues that we face in our world. Enter Dr. Rachel 
Kraus, a first-year professor here on our campus. Rachel's research in the past has focused on uh, fish in the St. Lawrence River, as well as uh, salmon habitat quality in BC, so I'm sensing a theme here, and environmentally transmitted diseases in rural Panama as well, I believe. She's nodding, so I'm assuming that I'm correct. Dr. Kraus will be leading the charge on this new environmental studies program, and she joins us now in studio. Hello! Hi, Nolan. It's good to be here. It's awesome to have <laughs> you here. Um, how has been uh, being a professor here? It's You're almost in your first year. I'm huh? almost in my first year. Yeah, I can't believe it. It's gone quickly. It's been great. It's been really fun. Uh, people are super nice here. And the students are great. They work hard. And they're interested. And my colleagues are great. The other faculty are great. So it's, it's, it's been wonderful. Um, you Okay, so you arrive on campus mm -hmm. for the first time back in September. I know this is a long time ago, but uh, you arrive on campus for the first time as a professor. What's What are your uh, first thoughts as you're going into uh, that first class that you're teaching? The first class, um, you know, it felt really good to, because this is the first, that was the first time that I taught a class all on my own. That, hmm. that would that was my I it was my show you know and so it was great to be able to kind of uh, change up the the class a little bit as we went depending on how students were interested what their interests were and to to be in the lab with them and to kind of uh, to uh, just sort of go where our interests led us so I mean we've got to uh, get guidelines about what what we need to talk about but within that there's a lot of space to to really talk about what students are passionate about. So that that was really fun. That was great. We've asked this question of a lot of first-time professors and staff this year, okay. and I must say that you are probably the most confident answer okay. that we've received <laughs> so far. So that's really, really awesome to hear. Okay, um, so we've got this new program, this environmental mm -hmm. studies major. It's yes. coming. Uh, give us, uh, for those who don't know, or, or who are asking, what is an environmental studies major? What could you tell us um, about what an environmental studies major entails. Right. So I you talked about this in your intro a little bit about how this is interdisciplinary, and I think that's a really important component of this. We're not talking about just the natural sciences or just the social sciences. We need to bring those together and also bring in the humanities. So we're talking about philosophy and theology and literature and history and all these different ways that we understand the world around us. And I think that's something that CMU does really well. Um, the humanities piece of it and bringing together uh, aspects of peace and justice which are really um, vital to environmental issues but that don't get talked about quite as often in the mainstream as I think they deserve to be. Hmm. Yeah, so CMU, CMU is, um, is, a, is, a, is a wonderful place, I think, to have this mm -hmm. sort of program. Um, what other strengths does maybe CMU have that maybe a U of M or U of W has to make this program happen that... Uh, that maybe we don't see? Um, part of it is just the size of CMU, so the fact that students know their professors and professors know their students. Part of the issue, part, part of the broader problem involved in environmental issues is that we detach ourselves from our communities and from the natural communities that we're a part of, from the ecosystems that we live within, and CMU is really good at pulling people into community and helping people to um, connect with each other and also to connect with the place that we're in. So we've got the farm here, we've got the forest, um, we've got this little wetland now. Mm -hmm. And so these are all spaces that are part of our larger 
ecological community. So I think that that's a big one, this focus on community hmm. here. That's really refreshing to hear. Um, so how does the, how does planning for an environmental studies major come about? Like how like what was the conversation yeah. to bring this to bring this in? Yeah, so we really started by talking about what are the broad learning objectives of the program? What broadly do we want students to leave with? So we talked about foundations in natural sciences, so ecology, what is the, the what is what is the science of the place that we're in? How does water cycle? How do nutrients cycle? How does carbon cycle? And how does that fit into climate change and, and all these sorts of things? And then the social science piece. So how, what is the political, social, economic context within, within which all of this stuff happens? And then a humanities context, so our foundation. So how do we, uh, what lenses can we view these issues through to understand them and also to understand the, uh, the scope of what is possible, what, what solutions are. So those are sort of the foundational pieces that we've really built this from. And then we've added that to, um, we've had a few names for it now, so I'm trying to remember what, what we're calling it now. Sort of a, a scientific literacy research uh, focus. So how do we know what we know? How do we choose the best ways forward based on good good research and then the final piece is this integration the the uh, interdisciplinary piece of it so how do we take all these different disparate pieces that we've that we've been studying and bring them together to understand the whole hmm. yeah so it's it's sort of built on that foundation okay that's really really interesting um so if, if a student's thinking about doing environmental uh environmental studies degree uh -huh. and they're wondering okay what can i do with that after i graduate yeah. what do you say to that uh, there is lots of space for that now. I mean, the environment is one of these things that we talk about all the time. We hear about it on the news all the time. So it's really, it's really pertinent. So things like wildlife management, natural resource management, any kind of city planning, um, uh, those, those are really natural areas that students could go into, hmm. um, just for example. Sure. Um, what... So okay, now I'm gonna we're gonna get a little bit deeper strokes here. Okay. What makes you so passionate about teaching environmental studies? I don't know how you couldn't be passionate about <laughs> teaching environmental studies. So I'll I'll start there. Um, I I'm an I'm an I'm a bi biologist. I'm yes. an ecologist, and so what really gets me excited is is being outdoors and seeing things. You know, you go for a walk through the forest, and you see some beetles, and you see birds, and you hear them singing, and you, you know, you in uh, hopefully a month or two, we'll start to see buds coming up on the trees, and so seeing these sorts of things around me really it it brings me life. And um, the environmental issues that we deal with threaten all of those things that I care about. Um, I also, you talked a little bit about how I did some of my work in Panama. And we see the biggest um, impacts of environmental degradation, climate change and pollution on the most vulnerable. So within our own community here in Manitoba, in Winnipeg and Manitoba, but also in the global south, in um, parts of the world that are still developing economically, where people don't have that cushion to to protect them from from environmental degradation. So for me, it's also a justice a justice thing. Hmm. 
Yeah. yeah, absolutely. You mentioned this a little bit before as well. You're talking about this uh, interdisciplinary um, necessity uh-huh. almost to incorporate this into the new program. Uh-huh. And it seems like that's a very large part of the work you did before you came to CMU yeah. also. Um, do, is this something that's a, like a, a normal thing to see in the in the research, in the scientific research community to see this sort of like focus on uh, on social, on, on justice? That piece, it gets talked about, but we often we're so concerned with just nailing down the science of it that we kind of forget that other piece of it and so depending on depending on the organization that that's involved so often those pieces are talked about so um gender equity is talked about and uh, sustainable livelihoods is talked about when we're talking within the more scientific piece of environmental environmental sciences but not with the kind of focus or the kind of clarity that I think perhaps we're capable of here at CMU where we have that kind of groundwork already we've got this long tradition within the Anabaptist tradition of of justice and of of considering the other and um, I don't think we can solve these problems unless that's a core piece of the solution you segued super well into my next question, okay, which is good. about which is if, if there's what kind of faith component there might be to an environmental studies major. Uh huh. Yeah, often within the within the Christian world, when we start with talking about the environment, often what we start with is talking about how the world belongs to God, and God created the earth, and He saw that it was good, and we are here as uh, parts of creation and caretakers and not as owners right so um, it it adds a layer of humility that we're missing in mainstream society and that has allowed us to to get into the trouble that we're in right now right if you believe that nature belongs to you you can do whatever you want with it if you believe that nature, well, like uh, Martin Enns was talking about a few weeks that, mm. ago, the, yes. the scientist in residence, if you believe that nature is a gift that we need to share with each other and that belongs to God ultimately, you treat it very differently, right? And so often within the Christian environmental um, world that I've, at least that I've been a part of, that's where we start. And if you start from there, then it's a little bit easier to see where you're going. Hmm. Um, you also mentioned a little bit about this uh, CMU's advantage with community here mm-hmm. at CMU. Is the, is the, is the um, is there is that sort of sense also in the currently out in the world of maybe more like research world? Is that sense of community among? Yeah, I that is that's a place where um, people would like to go often, um, but it's not. It's not so natural, like in big universe, big uh, research intensive universities, community doesn't happen naturally. And it's Hmm. something that really needs to be worked at and is talked a lot about, but isn't really practiced in most departments. And here we talk about a lot, but we also do practice it a lot. And we, and we place a high value on that. Whereas within, even with, I'm thinking even within the faculty, research that involves other individuals that that goes across disciplines that that brings a community together is really highly valued whereas in a larger university 
where there's a little bit more competition, it's a little bit more cutthroat, and community doesn't thrive quite so easily in that kind of situation, right? So here we're well set up because we practice this all the time. So it's a lot easier for us to kind of live into that and to bring environmental uh, values into our community values that we all share already. Hmm, absolutely. What sort of uh, what sort of reaction and support have you received from uh, from other fellow faculty and staff on this on developing this whole other program? Yeah, people are excited about it, and I have to say this has really been a team a team effort. So, uh, especially with Kenton Loby and Ray Vanderzeg and Gordon Zerby's really been pushing it, and Chris Hebner has been really important conversational um, partner in all of this. So. Um, that that's also part of what allows it to be interdisciplinary is that we're we're individuals coming from different disciplines the, the interesting thing in putting this together was that every person that I talked to on the faculty said yes this is really important and you have to make sure it includes X and for everyone that was different right so I, I it's really important that we have all of these different perspectives coming together because everyone has a different view and if we if we are myopic in our in our the way that we address these problems, we're not going to solve them. But if we do it in community with all these people with different perspectives and different talents and different interests, then we have a much better shot. Sure. Uh, what interactions have you had with the student body on uh, the, the possibility of having an environmental studies major? There seems to be a lot of interest. Well, and one of the things that I've noticed is that there are students who are also basic, already basically doing this. Right? Mm. They're already taking this combination of courses that we're suggesting for this major because this is where their interests are and not everyone but but there certainly are a lot of students like that and I've had a lot of students come to me and say I'm gonna I really want to do this major what should I what should I be taking this semester what should I be planning for so there's lots of interest and we also got a, a focus group of students together while when we're kind of in the earlier planning um, planning period and and uh, had a good conversation about what would they like to see within the program, what are their interests, and it really was broad, right? You get some students who say, oh, I'm, I'm really interested in ecology, I'm really interested in natural sciences, and others who say, I think it's important, I'm, I'm a little nervous about it, I'm more of a social science person. So that that is really great because we're hoping for interdisciplinary not only in the program but also in the cohort of students who go through it because students then are learning from each other and learning from um, people who have different again different viewpoints and different different ideas about things mm -hmm. um as this program spins out over the next you know three four five years what is something that maybe you hope to add to the add to the program that maybe isn't in place quite yet as it starts up yeah so there are a bunch of new courses that are coming out so especially in in biology so that'll be great um it, would also be great to do some kind of field-based science course um, so maybe in four or five years to have something like that um, and at this point we're trying to keep it really open so the idea is that there's there's a few core courses and then students can choose within a broader range of courses and so I'm curious to see actually what other faculty members come up with sure. how how they might see some of their teaching and research feeding into this as well. So I'm curious to see what everyone, like what everyone else does with it. Yeah, yeah. this is super exciting. Yeah. Okay, last question to you, okay. Dr. 
Krause. As we head into, on the, on the lighter note, and okay. as we head into spring, and as we, uh, we're getting excited about this environmental uh, major, and as a first time uh, maybe person living in Winnipeg, <laughs> yeah. what, is the, what is the place to be in Winnipeg? What's your favorite place to be in Winnipeg that is uh, like a, a beautiful piece of, 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 like a beautiful ecosystem or a beautiful piece yeah. of creation? You know, I, I, in the summer, I spend a lot of time in the forest here. So after work, I take a spin through there on my bike, and I'm really looking forward to, to when, the, I mean, it's beautiful now. I go for walks in there now, but I'm looking forward to when the buds start bursting and, and things start growing. It's going to be beautiful. Oh, there you go. There's your exam walk, everybody, if you're uh, heading out to maybe get a break from those, uh, from those desk chairs. That's the place to do no, it. Is it is doctor approved. <laughs> Dr. Rachel Krauss is an associate professor of biology here at CMU. And she is at the forefront of bringing the environmental studies program to our campus, which is coming in the fall semester of the 2016 academic year. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. It was wonderful to have Dr. Rachel Krauss here on the show uh, today. <laughs> and of course, uh, we encourage you to look into the environmental studies program for next year. Not that either of these gentlemen will be doing so because they are graduating as we have already discussed earlier on in the show. So we bring on back to Wittenberg Radio, fifth year still here, musician extraordinaire uh, Matthew Barron. Hello. Hello. Hi. Wittenberg. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Wittenberg Radio. Yes. Um, first of all, a couple things I want to ta- tackle with you before we get to a, a potential music pick of the week. First of all, you played a festival, The Voyager, oh. with Finn in the freezing cold. How was that? That's right. Well, you know, one of the essentials and part of being a Winnipegger is uh, at least saying that you might check out one of these incredible local festivals, and this is no exception. Uh, yeah, this is this is our second year uh, being performers at Festival. and Are being your band, Finn. Yes. Yes. Which no, I'm I'm actually referring to my uh, <clears throat> my Voyager band. Your artisanal Voyager band. Yeah, that's right. Our, yeah, we uh, we perform with uh, you know with sticks and trash cans. Sticks for like the, the rock like, band from the seventies. Yeah, it's kind of you like, open for them. It's kind of like Stomp. Uh, Ooh. So yeah, but we're called Le Stomp. Le Stomp. Le Stomp. Yeah. <clears throat> Anyways. Voyagers. 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 Um, Rama, no. Rama, Ramadan. <laughs> le tour du monde. Tour du monde. Nous le ferons. That's right. We're going on a world tour. Uh, With Mohammed, my man. That's right. And yeah, it was a really good time. It, the, the festival uh, brings out the hardiest in people. The, the part of everyone that wants to brave the cold and just have some, uh, some caribou and some delicious maple syrup treats. Oh, I'm getting a call. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, put him on. The, let's put him on. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's my brother. Let's, let's put him on the podcast. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to decline right now. <laughs> oh, okay. But I I want to pick your brain about something. Deal. What's what's your position on siblings and bands? Now, what Can at, you what, elaborate? At, what, at what point? At what point does it I feel like become it, a gimmick? Oh, good question. I feel like sibling is way less gimmicky than, uh, than like the uh, spouses mm. in bands, which is like that's why the White <clears throat> right. Stripes, uh, that's Give- why they like got met Jack and Meg got divorced and then adopted the brother sister facade. 
so that so you just blew my mind because I did not know that. Right. So little white stripes trivia here. Okay. This is a, this is this week's episode this is of uh, white stripes trivia. On white stripes trivia. Radio. Uh, so Jack and Meg White, they were married for the first White Stripes album, and then uh, I don't know how many years they were married for. I, not it was, many. It was a like couple of years. Six. And uh, well, that's that's not not that's not not long. Anyways. They didn't like the idea of the band, or sorry, their marriage being all about the band and the band being all about their marriage. So then they got divorced mm-hmm. and kept being in the band. And then they adopted this brother-sister uh, facade, saying that they were brother and sister, even though they were, in fact, uh, separated. Well, I've been duped by the White Stripes. Right, and that was their, that was their goal. It confused many what people. Was the, what was the premise of you asking that question before Dan kind of... Uh, Donald drumped your. Uh, uh, he drumped me right, right good. Yes. What was your premise? That's a true drumpf. Uh My premise is uh, well, I was, I was mostly leading to my music pick of the week actually. Yes. It just so happens to be uh, siblings. Um, yes, this band is called the Staves. They are from England, and I've been listening to them lately. They're extremely soothing. They're folky. Which, you know, I imagine a lot of CMU folks might dig on, so it's here's true. the stage. A lot of people would like to be soothed out there. That's right. When uh, when tensions are high, we like to retreat to our homes and listen to some three-part harmony from from lovely siblings. And these are the staves with the song Open.
the staves and open here on Wittenberg Radio. Well picked, as always. Oh, thank you very much. Um, yeah, I hope you enjoy that little winter soundtrack to bit. Absolutely. If you're looking for more winter soundtracks, the recital season is nearly upon us where the music students of CMU, or at least some of them, put on these programs, and uh, they're beautiful. They're entirely free to attend, and there's usually snacks afterward. One of those people mm. putting on recitals this year is... Why, it's you. Nolan K. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, yes. Yes, it is. Now, what I, kind of snacks are you going to have afterwards? Okay, we're talking savory. I'm a big savory man. I like I like cheese. I like crackers. Mm-hmm. Um, expect maybe a shrimp ring. Mm-hmm. You never know when that might show up. At any time. You know, you never know when you got one in your freezer. You're looking for every opportunity to pull out that shrimp ring. So It takes up a lot of space. So. Yeah. Be on the lookout. Uh, you know, mini cheesecake. Uh, Ooh. I mean, you should already be enticed. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the music, I assume, will be uh, the shrimp ring of an evening as well. That's right. It'll be the, the, the bonding shrimp ring that, that unites us all. <laughs> that was a metaphor that does not make sense duly promoted <laughs> coming up next on Wittenberg Radio more metaphors that do not make sense <laughs> okay do you have an actual title for this thing now or are there um, yeah I'm gonna call it uh, <laughs> it sounds like I'm just making up on the spot right um, to the distant beloved who to the distant beloved yeah it's gonna be uh, it's no, that's uh, based on a Beethoven text, correct? That is based on a Beethoven text. Uh, it's the first group of songs that someone wrote for someone to sing. <laughs> that that all had sort of a uh, it's like a cyclical cyclical pattern to it. You know, it all comes back around and it forms a ring, which brings me back to my favorite subject: the shrimp, shrimp ring. ring. Yeah, shrimp rings. Right. The shrimp ring cycle performed by Matthew Graham. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Not to be confused with the longer ring cycle, but that is going to be really exciting. Some deep yeah. music history cuts right <laughs> yeah. here. Yeah. We're alienating we're, we just had most a, of our audience. We're alienating so many of our population. Okay, we're, we're all just coming off of a class where we got we got deep into uh, some 19th century Wagner. opera. Yeah, Wagner. Wagner, also known as Wagner. Wagner. Yes. So anyway. Music will be exciting to the dis- to a to the distant beloved. Or is it a distant beloved or the to, distant? To what the is the defining distant, article here? I think it's the to the to distant. the distant beloved, performed right. by Matthew Barron in recital. What's the date on that sucker? Uh, March twenty nine. March twenty nine. That is in the Laudon. The it's, it's in the Laudon. Yes, I'm trying to figure out the it's date coming off the quick. top of my head, but I don't really have it. Anyway, the heat is on. As they say. The heat is on. Like a bag of Doritos. <clears throat> That's right. Sweet chili heat is so, on. We so are not sponsored by Doritos. Or Aquafina. But if you want to send us free chips. We'll take it. That's right. We love chips. Yeah, That's right. Thank you, as always. <laughs> My pleasure, Nolan. Good. Matthew Barron, fifth year still here. Music pick of the week. We'll move into the current events of this show. Uh, men's and women's volleyball teams were in action. It was playoffs this weekend, and they came up just short in the semifinals. Both teams so a heartbreaking loss, especially on the men's side, um, but a well-fought season 
all around. Um, so congratulations on a great season to the men's and women's volleyball teams. Women's and men's futsal both played to two all draws Friday night here at the Lowen against USB. So that's really exciting stuff there that that season's getting underway. And uh, yeah, let's go on, go cheer the Blazers on. Athletics.cmu.ca is the place to find out all of those uh, details on sports events. And if you can't be there in person, they're live streaming a lot of the games now. Oh. Which is pretty cool. I never can catch them when they're actually live, but I see them archived in my YouTube feed. Well, that would be fun to watch. Um, other events this week. International students are, le- are looking to invite you to an event, which is a shopping trip to the Salvation Army and to Polo Park. That's happening this coming Saturday at 12.30. And if you want to go, you can meet Marika Veith outside the cafeteria doors, and then you will bus down there. Please RSVP to Ms. Veith by emailing veithma at cmu.ca uh, by Friday, March the 4th, 2016. Uh, you can also email Kathleen Kopp, I believe is the other person you can chat. Yep, that Kathleen Kopp or Marika Veith. Talk to either of those two, and they'll get you set up to, for a fun afternoon of shopping trips. I think we can wrap it up there, Daniel. Why not? Why not? Let's close it up. Let's close it up. Subscribe on iTunes, um, Wittenberg Radio, for the latest episodes. Past episodes, wittenbergradio.com. Uh, email us, wittenbergradio at gmail.com. All of your feedback on what we do here as well. Follow us on Twitter at Wittenberg Radio. Facebook as well, Wittenberg Radio is the place to find us. And for Matthew Barron, I'm Nolan Kaler. For Nolan Kaler, I'm Daniel Friesen. <laughs> and for the rest of you, we'll see you next time. See ya. Wittenberg Radio is a production of CMU Student Council. The views and opinions expressed by hosts and guests are not necessarily those of CMU Student Council. 